hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Uh, Today, we are looking at the family. This is part three, right? We did an introduction. We talked about uh, some of the roles. Uh, We started a little bit touching on some of the goals, but today we're going to really, really energize some of those goals. Um, Remember, in in the family work and and, in our, our final episode, just to give you a little foreshadowing what's to come. I'm going to do a, an intersection of family and culture, which is going to be a tough one. I, I'm, there, there's no way I'm going to hit every topic because, you know, the intersection of family and culture is going to be, I mean, there's there's a thousand, maybe a million different ways that I could go there, right? Uh, but today, I want to give you a couple more tools. Uh, you know, look, tools do not solve your problems, but they're nice to have when you do have problems, right? They don't solve them. You have to do the work, but having say a hammer, when you've got a nail and you need to put the nail in something, uh, the hammer is useful. I mean, you could sit there and just push on it and push on it and push on it. And, you know, hopefully eventually it'll go in, but it might not. Uh, but if you got a hammer, you know, so what we're going to do is give you a hammer so that when you, when you encounter a nail, you might have a tool to use for the job. Uh, there's two things that I want to do, uh, in terms of, of documents I'm going to show you. So if you're watching on rumble or YouTube, you're going to have an advantage. You're going to get to see it. Uh, for those of you who are not, um, you know, if there's enough interest, I may upload the documents to my website and, uh, you know, potentially we'll, we'll get you a copy. Uh, I do like to share things. I don't, I, it's not a, for me about what I can hold on to. It's what I can give away. So I try to let it flow. Um, but I want to, I want to cover, uh, a, there's this longitudinal study done by, uh, the, the research institute or the search institute i believe i can't i can't remember i've been following them since the 90s it's been a long time so longitudinal studies don't typically go that long uh, but they were trying to solve these problems for teenagers well you're going to see that this is not just a tool for teenagers yes it's a tool for teenagers but it could be a tool for anybody who is exploring where do I take myself? Where do I take my family? And then I want to go over some things. Many of you might know already that I worked in residential care. Uh, I, I, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to that, um, which I'm very, very aware of. Uh, what, what I always tried to do was prepare them for the next step. And so in doing that, I created a, a list of transition topics over the years. It took me many years of putting this together to create transition topics that work. They, they are not perfect, but they are functionally helpful. And, you know, I, I, I've never been about perfection because, you know, I'm dealing with people and people, people are imperfect. You know, what works perfectly for one may be annoying to another. And so uh, I, I will also show you some transition topics. Uh, but most importantly, uh, I'm going to show you how to use them today. Okay. Um, this is this is an idea. Okay, remember you got to have those principles, those roles and principles. And in order to set goals, we need to take a look specifically at where we would set those. 
And so I'm going to give you a list of categories and that's what we're about to do. So here we go. Hang on for the ride. I'm going to pull these up and uh, hopefully this will, this will be good for you. All right. Boom. Okay. So up on the screen, we have this 40 developmental assets checklist. All right. This list, uh, you know, you can read those, the intro there if you want. Uh, but this list is, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to break it down for you. Okay. Look far, far to the left on this and you see external assets and internal assets It's broken down categorically into two different areas. All right. The first 20, the second 20. All right. The first 20, what we have here is then broken down into support, empowerment, boundaries and expectations and constructive use of time. Those are, uh, you know, those are external assets. Okay. Then from there, it's broken down by piece. Now, this is the most basic scale. I found ones that attribute numbers and do this and do that. But here's the deal. When I use this tool, I am specifically looking for stuff that is less than ideal. So if they have a small yes, I'm going, no, oh, that's not the best in the world, but it's function, right? So what we're doing is we're scaling on one side. It's not good or bad. It's healthy. On the other side, unhealthy. But then within each of those categories, it's broken in half. Unhealthy is two categories. It's little no, big no. So the little no would be something like, uh, it's, you know, my family just doesn't really support much, but it's because mostly they don't know how. They don't get in the way though. Right. So that would be a little no, uh, you know, and, and so what we're doing is categorically splitting it into two parts so that we know we're in the right direction or we're in the wrong direction. But can we go further and make it better or can we turn around and go the other direction? All right. So the nose, we don't want those. You got family support. Okay. It is imperative that families have support. Now, those of you who have been listening and following me in some of the other podcasts that I put out, I've been on this family kick lately. It happens. These things are cyclical. Uh, the, you know, there's been a talk about politicians that, you know, that are not doing so well. And, and frankly, it makes me wonder where the family support is. Family support is not just in a teenager thing. It's not just a youth tool. Think about this. Family support could be for the elderly also. Like it could be for you know preventing them from taking steps back. Uh, you know, there there comes the time in my my kids' life where I would hope to support their dream. That may be a financial contribution. That may be, you know, being their biggest cheerleader. Yeah, go get him, Addie. You got this or whatever. But family support is critical to success. Positive family communication. Look, we broke it up. Maybe you do have a supportive family, but the communication sucks, right? I, I, I've got a great example for that. In my home, growing up, my dad wasn't checked in communicatively. 
I don't think he supported much either. Every once in a while, I know he did a little bit, but that was a problem for us. So I didn't have it. I now am a dad. I have flipped that coin. My kids know that I am supportive. They know that I am a good communicator. When crap hits the fan in my house, the family tends to look toward me. And and that's not because I'm the greatest in the world. It's because uh, I am an effective, positive communicator, just in general. That you know, I have my slip-ups. My wife will attest to that. Other adult relationships, number three. There has to be a relationship outside the home. We are talking about somebody in your church or your school or your 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 athletic team or your your club uh, activity, your your church mentor or your uh, uh, a chess mentor or like I don't care. But you got to get some supports outside the home. The same is true for adults, folks. The same is true. If you have yourself, your family, and your work, but you don't have a mentor, you don't have a, a, a religious mentor, you don't have a work mentor, you don't have a family mentor, you're in trouble too. Yeah, you, you're in trouble. Number four, caring neighborhood. Look, they, this cannot be overstated. When you send your kids out and they are safe, everybody in the neighborhood is watching out for you and your kids, and you are watching out for them and their kids. That has a major impact on success. Major. Okay. Caring school climate. Well, you could also just put a different word in there. Caring work climate. How about parent involvement in schooling? How about how about balance for adults that are outside of the, the youth? How about adults saying something like balance between work life and home life? It's how it plays out, right? It's having that person outside of work that tells you, look, man, you've been working a lot lately. Take a flip and break. Uh, you get to empowerment. Empowerment is uh, community values, uh, the youth. That means there is a place of importance. If you're going to work and you don't enjoy your job, here, remember the rule here. Don't suck at your job, right? So if you're going to work and you don't enjoy your job because you're not valued there, get a different job. Oh, it's not that easy, Jeremiah. No, no it is, folks. If you're pinned in a specific job, you're doing it to yourself. I made myself a promise when I, I joined the Marine Corps when I was 17. The day I turned 17, my parents sat on the same couch. After I completed my six years in, in, the, in the Marine Corps, uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I made myself a promise. I would never go someplace I couldn't leave right away if I, if I needed to or wanted to. Because... I knew, I knew that pinning myself in a corner was going to limit my potential. And I'm telling you, 
You could do the same thing. You could make yourself a promise. I'm done being in a place where I am not valued. Youth need it. Adults need it. Youth has resources. Do people lean on you? Service to others. Huge, huge, huge. Safety. Huge. I don't need to go into these. These are things you folks know. Family boundaries. Boundaries in your different environments. That's what this is getting at. Are there boundaries? Expectations that everybody knows. They're explicitly stated expectations. All right. Adult role models. Are there people in their environments? Uh, are, are, are peer role models, mentors? Uh, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on. High expectations, positive in peer influence, creative activities, uh, good programming. So that would be uh, maybe you're, you need to join a softball club or maybe you need to join your local gym or or maybe you need to join a rotary club. I mean, there's all kinds of options, folks. You just have to go and be willing to do the work. All right. Time at home. You know, look, people got to look forward to being at home togetherness. That's what that is. Connectivity. All right. Then we get into the internal assets uh, where you're talking about commitment to learning. Look, learning and growth is a never ending story. Achievement, motivation, engagement, homework, like give yourself homework. I've, I've got, I got things like this sitting, sitting in my desk or on my desk, psychology today. Why? Homework. All right. I've got a book I'm reading right now. I'm, I'm reading a super fascinating, The Harbinger right now. Right. I, I read all kinds of different material. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of new ones <laughs> that I'm going to be getting after pretty soon, but you got to be doing reading folks. It's super important. Okay. Uh, boundaries in, in your different environments, which we, which we talked about. I mean, bonding, sorry, bonding, meaning you've got to create relationships everywhere you go. And I did go over reading for pleasure. All right. Caring, you know, equality and social justice here. Let me, let me clarify this one because I don't want you to get stuck when we talk about positive value values. When I read equality and social justice, it says, I'm going to read it verbatim for those of you who can't watch. I place high value on promoting equality and reducing hunger and poverty. Look, it's not about you and I get the same things because you and I have different talents and strengths and abilities. What it is, it's about looking after people who cannot look after themselves. That's what it's about. It's about treating them uniquely as they are. If they have a limitation and they have a need and I can fill the need, do some altruistic behaviors. Go feed the homeless. Those that choose to be homeless, they got problems. Those that don't choose it need your help too. Look, if they choose it, their problems are big. If they're if they don't choose it, their problems are big. Help them out. Now, be careful. You know, you want to be you want to be smart about how you do it. You know, giving giving money to somebody who's choosing homelessness is probably not the greatest idea. But giving them a sandwich. Hey, look, if they turn their nose up at a sandwich, they're not that hungry. Great. Give it to the next guy or girl or family. All right. Uh, integrity. We all know what that means. Honesty. Ooh, they split it up. Let's take a, take a look at why. I act on convictions and stand for my beliefs. 
That doesn't mean I stand for somebody else's beliefs. Integrity is about keeping our own ship sound. Honesty is I tell the truth even when it's not easy. Now, I can be honest and tell somebody, hey, look, I don't think that was very nice because if I were in there, if I were empathizing with somebody, if I were in their shoes, I don't know that I would like that. But I'm not going to defend them. I'm going to state my truth. Honesty. There's a big difference there, folks. Standing for my beliefs is the things that I believe in that affect me and my family. Honesty is stating the truth as I see it that might affect other people also. Okay. Responsibility, restraint, planning and decision-making. We're moving into social competencies, planning and decision-making. Like, do you, do you keep a calendar? Do you keep timelines? Look, I, I am a Kairos time person, not a Kronos time person. Y'all can look that up. I've probably done podcasts on that in the past. Meaning uh, I don't function on the same clock as a lot of people. A lot of people function by the the time clock, the you know, the watch or the clock on the wall or or whatever, their phone. I tend to function from event to event, but I know that about me. I know that about me. Okay. Uh, let's see, where were we? Interpersonal planning and decision-making, interpersonal competence. All right. That's the ability to function with others because here's the truth, folks, whether you like it or not. If you're not getting feedback from others, both positive or negative, doesn't matter. Feedback is feedback. It's information. We decide if it fits or not. But if we're not getting the feedback, well, frankly, we suck worse than we should. Period. All right. So cultural competence, that's the ability to see outside of ourselves. Not super difficult stuff in theory. In practice, super difficult stuff. Resistance skills, uh, the ability to say no to things when they're not good and healthy on that side of the scale that's good and healthy. If they go to the unhealthy and not good side, uh, we want to be able to say, nah, I can't do that. All right. Eh, that's not going to be, you know, uh, I, I once had a job working for the state and I was asked to overlook a, I was uh, overseeing a contract, a contract with, get this, an insurance company. And in that contract, they were required to do certain things for youth, for, for kids that were in extreme situations. And this company was ignoring their duty that was bound and written into the rules of the state. And I was asked to overlook it. So what I did was I gave a timeline. It is one of the only jobs in my life. Actually, it might be the only job in my life that I walked away from the same day. When they told me to overlook the legal issue, I said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm out. You either, you either get your crap together and you understand you're encouraging them to break the law that our citizens know exists not going to be part of that i said no i had to i literally had to go home and tell my wife that same day by the way <laughs> i'm not going back to work 
I've got to find a new job. I had two children at the time, folks. Saying no is not always an easy thing to do. It would have been much easier to stay there and collect a check and pretend that I didn't know what was going on. But folks, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's it, it, you, you have to have more competence to that. Okay. Peaceful conflict resolution. Like peaceful, sometimes that means uh, you, you know different things, right? What we are looking for is the most peaceful resolution to a conflict that we can create. Uh, I'll give you an example. If somebody comes up and they're swinging at you, I want to do the least amount possible to create a change in the environment. So if I can walk away and not, you know, not create any problems, then great, walk away. But if they come up swinging, then there's a chance that I'm going to have to put them on the ground. Okay, so I'm going to pin them, you know, like there's there's certain techniques. Y'all, if you're not trained on some of this, y'all probably got to get trained on some of this because you want to do it the least amount of violence as possible. All right, then you've got, you go on from there. Personal power, self-esteem, sense of purpose. That's huge, folks. And then a positive view of personal future. That means there has to be some optimism in there. You have to have some optimism, folks. Now, here's the thing. If you went down and you scaled these things, folks, I wonder where you would have some weaknesses. But more importantly, we're talking about family right now. Do this for everybody in your family. Let's find out what your family's strengths and weaknesses are. Let's find that out. How many of you out there, your families volunteer together Well, my family won't volunteer with me. Great. Keep volunteering. They're going to see it. They're going to hear it. They're going to get it at some point in their life. Right? You, you've got to sit down with your family. You've got to go over stuff like this. This stuff is important. Okay. Next one. We're going to jump gears. Remember what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is, uh, you know, the, the, we're breaking down categorically, how do I know where to set goals for my family? Okay. That's what we're doing. So I'm going to give you another tool that I use with families. This is something that I use when I transition families from, say, uh, you know, from program life into you know, the, what, what, what they all term the real world. Right. They, as if it's not the real world in the program life. I mean, it is the real world. We know that. And they know that they're not dumb. They're smart. They knew that it was the real world. It was just a very protected bubble of the real world. Now, within that bubble, there were certain things that often got overlooked. And so to avoid overlooking, uh, I came up with this tool over time. I continue, I, I condensed it. I made it a one page document. I wanted it simple as simple could be. Now you'll see on the side here, there is a parent scale and a student scale. You could do this with couples too, by the way, you know, you know, uh, you know his scale, her scale or whatever, fill in the blank. What we do in that zero to 10 scale 
This is really important, folks. Listen to me carefully, because if you're trying to find out where you need to focus and explicitly state expectations and set goals, this is how you do it right here. That is an energy scale. Okay, that's an energy scale. Meaning, how much energy do you have on academics? Some of you out there are like, eh, I could care less. Get your high school diploma beyond that. I mean, if you go to college, you go to college. If you don't, you don't, like whatever. Some of you are like, no, you will. Like my grandfather was, he probably would have been, I'm betting an, a seven or an eight on the scale, maybe higher. I don't know. Uh, he, he, he always said, go to college. But then remember that piece of paper doesn't help anybody, <laughs> right? You probably heard me say that before, but academically I've adopted that. I'm a big believer. Academics, for those of you who don't know my story, academics changed everything for me. Everything. I've had doors open because I went and did the schooling that wouldn't have otherwise opened. Now, could I have done amazing things without it? Uh, I'm 100% sure I could have. Would it be the same kinds of things? No, 100% sure. It couldn't have been the things that I'm doing right now. So you look at academics, you scale it. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the, the one person is a, a nine and, and, and another is a two. That's information. I'll come back to that. All right. So we go categorically. So think about this. What I've done is broke it down into the different major categories that life culture offers. Academics, work, and culture. I'm not talking politics here, folks. Culture. Okay. Academics, work religion and spirituality, car transportation, the how to move from place to place, right? Uh, drugs and alcohol, tobacco, curfew, which is going to be daily uh, limitations, right? Now, curfew could be, it could be uh, that work-life balance kind of category. Home and family expectations, personal appearance. Let's be real. You often pick somebody to date because of something about their personal appearance at first. It's like, ah, they were cute. They were handsome. That was an attractive person. Now, is that shallow? Yeah, in the big picture, that's shallow. But in the initial contact, those things kind of matter. There has to be some sort of uh, a, a, a connection. Can we work through it if it's not there in appearance? Yeah, we can. Because it's it's a shallow initial connection, but it's realistic. We are, 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 are you know, 90% of the men on the planet are visually stimulated, meaning appearance does matter. How much? Not very much once they get to know you, but a lot before they know you, which is, sounds weird, but you just got to deal with it, right? It's part of the reality. We can't ignore reality. The other thing is, you know, if somebody's got piercings or somebody's got tattoos, that may be, you know, I don't know. I mean, it may be too risque for you. I don't know. Um, but personal appearance does have an impact. So we put it on there. Dating, sexual activity. Where are you with that? Right. Support network. Big deal. We got to look at the different supports. We went over that in the 40 developmental assets. Recreation. Uh, what do you do to stay healthy? That's going to be, you know, for activity. Maybe you're going to do hiking. Maybe you're going to do, you know, 5Ks or whatever. Communication, that's a huge category. 
uh, in terms of, uh, you know, creating good success relationships. Uh, you know, if, if I'm going to be in a relationship with you, but you're going to be in a relationship with a bunch of people that are unhealthy for me, then yes, I have to consider my relationship with you because it might take me down an unhealthy path. So we got to look at relationships, social media, absolutely categorically has to be there. Money, families love to ignore money. Do not ignore money. Unfortunately, this is, this is part of the problem. A lot of times it's the kids who want to ignore the money. So if you're out there, uh, you know, offer to your kids, Hey, I'll talk about money anytime you want. If you're a teenager or a kid out there, go talk to your family about money. Please invite the conversation. And then of course, the 30 day calendar, that's your, your basic goal setting stuff. Your basic goal setting. That's your initial establishment of, Hey, what are we going to do in terms of the next month, three months? Now, what this translates into for those of you who are, are, paying close attention here, what this translates into is eventually you're going to have conversations. Hey, look, you're my son. You're my daughter. And when you get out of the home, when you're out there on your own, here's the deal. Our family is important. I want one of the major holidays where you come home, no matter what. We just make it happen. If that means, you know, during your early years that I have to buy the ticket, great. I buy the ticket. You come home for Thanksgiving, you come home for Christmas, you come home for Easter, you come for, you know, for, for one of the holidays that is important to us as a family and we celebrate it together. Okay. That might be, you know, if you know, you have a child, I, I'm going to be there. I don't need to be in the room. I don't want to be in the room. I was in the room for my wife. That was enough, uh, but I'm going to be there so that when that child is born, I am there. And that kid, that, that infant knows they are loved from the beginning, right? If somebody ends up in the hospital, you show up. That's an expectation. That might be a goal we set. It's like, you know, if somebody's in the hospital for more than 24 hours, we're on the way, period. It's happening or, you know, whatever it might be, something like that. So today I wanted to do that because I wanted you, now this is a lot of information, folks. You are not going to be able to do all of this at once. So please don't overwhelm yourself, but categorically, this is what I would recommend. Categorically, you go in and you highlight the areas where you think your family is weak and you start having conversations about those. Now, I did tell you I was going to come back to that energy thing. If somebody's a 10 and somebody's a zero, do you think there's going to be problems in communicating in that category? Now, initially, I thought, yes. <laughs> there would, they're just polar opposites. It's going to drive them nuts. But here's a funny thing that happened. I, and I learned over time just from applying it. Those aren't the most problematic categories. It's actually easier to empathize, not understand necessarily, but to empathize, attempt to understand when we're polar opposites than it is when we are super, um, uh, close in some of those areas. So it's not necessarily an indicator that you're going to fail miserably. Honestly, where I had the biggest challenges would be if somebody said they were a three and another one said seven or eight. And I was like, oh, that's the sweet spot of completely wrong. 
because those end up being like, well, we, we seem close enough, right? If we're both fives or sixes or we're both sevens or eights, if you know we're one or two off, uh, we can do it, but we get that three or four off. Uh, but then if we get far enough, we hit this other tipping point and it gets easier again. It's It's very strange how it happens. But I wanted to point that out because if you go to use this tool, here's how I use it. I would knock out the easiest conversations first. Get them out of the way. Think of it like a, a debt snowball, right? We create the snowball effect first, and then we hit the harder topics. By the time we get to them, we may find that literally there are three or four major topics left, and that's it, right? You know, 40 developmental assets. These ones are tough for us, okay? But knock out the easy ones first. Put all that list of, wow, we're doing great here, 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 here. And you got, maybe you got 30 of the 40, you're doing great. Now the 10 doesn't seem overwhelming, right? That contrast matters. We want to do that, right? So that's how I'd recommend you use that. And then start setting goals. Now I'm going to do a, a little lesson next time on, uh, on goals. I actually uh, just remembered I needed to add one more. So we're going to, we're going to probably do one more on goals and then we're going to move into that intersection of family and culture. Okay. So that'll be our final one. So we're, we're not going to do that next week. We're going to do the goals a little bit more detailed out. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a good one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com. Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy dash perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.